It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. And just very finally, we're getting a number of calls and emails in this morning, um, uh, John Paul, about uh, some people are concerned about modular houses going up in Karakil in Mallow for Ukrainian refugees and you know what's coming through in the commentary is uh, people didn't know about it until workers went in and started digging the site are you aware of that? Yes, I suppose we were made aware of it you know, a couple of weeks ago, Patricia, in relation to, I suppose, the OPW are leading out in modular homes for Ukrainian refugees, and they've asked uh, local authorities to put forward sites uh, in their own particular area that are belong to Cock County Council, um, and a number of sites were put forward, and I think two sites were shortlisted, and I think some uh, test um, operations are happening within um, that site in Mallow, and I think there's another site in West Cock as well. Um, and but I think we have a meeting on Friday, Patricia, about it. But I suppose I would say to to the members of the public that um, you know if modular housing is is completed on the site in Mallow, there will be plenty of consultation prior to this, um, the modular housing being erected uh, in that um, in that site. Um, before I suppose a lot of our Ukrainians will be living there. There's a there's a certain amount of time um, involved in that process. Yes. Okay, yeah, because I th- I think that's the one the one thing people need to be informed. We've seen that from around the country. From you, the last thing you need is people protesting. Um, people need to be kept informed about what's happening. Oh, absolutely, 
it and I think you know um, the, the OPW is responsible for it and I think the first consultation will be with the elected members which is which is um, uh, fair and this is happening on Friday and I presume after that the OPW will, will, will go into a, a public consultation with the community then afterwards. Okay so people will be kept informed. As I mentioned earlier when I was chatting with Councillor John paul O'Shea we've been getting a number of calls and emails and texts in from people in the Karakil area of Mallow who are concerned because diggers moved in to a field in the area. Most people didn't know what was going on and when people started to do a bit of investigation and started ringing local councillors uh, they've been told that the site up in uh, Karakil has been identified for modular homes. Now this morning, I mean I have to say I, it looks like a very short notice there seems to be a group of locals from the area are protesting at the site and uh, Annette uh, is one of those and she joins me. Good morning to you Annette. Good morning, are how you, are you? Are you actually at the site this no, morning? I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm heading up there now shortly. Okay, all right. Okay, when uh, you're living uh, in that area, when did, you, when did you become aware that work was starting on this field that nobody knew what was going on? Yeah, we kind of had an inkling about two weeks ago that there was something um, starting to happen up there. Um, and then obviously in the last couple of days, the diggers moved in and um, they started, you know, levelling the site and stuff to get it ready to build on it. And it's close to other housing estates? Oh, yeah, it's right beside them. Yeah, it's literally as you're going out of Mallow, um, if you go up beyond Aldi, beyond Davis College and just keep going up that road there, it is literally the last, the last of the estates are on your right hand side and you have the beaches on the left and it's just above those. It's the it's part of what was the old GAA? It's across the road from there. Across the road from there. All yeah, right, across, across the, road. the road. Is it council owned land? I would think so, yeah. I would think so. Okay, and then but nobody in the area was notified as to what, what was no. happening. No, but, absolutely but not. I know we've been contacted. We got a very wor- uh, wordy email in from one who doesn't want um, her name to be identified, which, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But she said she contacted two local councillors who came straight out and said that yeah. that, that site has been, uh, been identified for modular homes. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Um, I think only... I'm not not entirely sure now, but I think only one councillor actually did put it up and say, look, this is what's happening and it, it is going to be used for modular homes. Um, and that was only yesterday, I believe. So um, we're only, you know, gotten confirmation of it yesterday. And then I so. did I did ask, because as I say, we only started getting calls in about it this morning. I did ask mm-hmm. Councillor Jean-Paul O'Shea. Uh, he said he's aware of it. He mm-hmm. said there's still a meeting. He said the site was identified and he said there's a site in West Cork was identified as well mm-hmm. for modular mm-hmm. homes. Uh, but that uh, the ink isn't dry yet because he said there's still to be a meeting on this Friday and then yeah. there'll be public consultation. But that's not really tying in with the fact that work has already no, started. And, and, and that's, we don't believe that at all. Um, we don't believe that public consultation is going to be taken into account in any way, shape or form. This meeting is going ahead um, on Friday morning. The public are not allowed to attend it, the private meeting. And um, so we don't believe for a second that they're going to take into account our objections to it. And what, and what what are people's objections to it in it? People's objections to it are that there, there's look it, it, there's a couple of things right, but I'll take one or two angles for now. Um, one is that th- this town has already got a massive housing issue. There is hundreds of people on council lists and in private rented accommodation that are on 
they're on the list for years, absolutely years, and getting nowhere. You know, their needs are not being met. It doesn't matter whether they just need an ordinary three-up, you know, or an ordinary council house, or whether they have a disability or whatever. The needs are not being met. And so for money to all of a sudden appear to build modular houses is obviously unfair on those who are waiting. Also on top of that, you have schools at bursting point, doctors who barely are able to cope with the amount of people already. It's getting harder and harder to get a doctor's appointment you could be taking, you could at this stage be waiting nine to ten days to see your GP. And that's unfair because, you know, the GPs are doing their best. But So that's already the case now without adding in however many people they're saying are going to be added in in these modular homes. The schools are barely coping. Our classes are getting bigger, which means our students that are already in there are not getting the attention they deserve. And so, therefore, we'll slip through the cracks even more if there's more people added into the classes. Um, and so, and so it's the services. And, of course, if, the, ser- the if, if extra pressure is put on the services, everybody suffers. Everybody suffers, exactly. And then the other side of it then, Trish, is we don't know who is going to be put into these modular homes. We know, we're told, it's Ukrainian refugees. But when you look across the country at other areas where Ukrainian refugees were meant to be put in, It is not Ukrainian refugees. It is undocumented migrants. And we can see that mixing these migrants is causing serious issues because they're not able to get on with each other and yet you want to drop them into the middle of a community and expect them to just get on with it and expect the locals to just get on with it. There's a huge fear there about what could possibly happen. Okay, but but you're saying saying per se, if it was to be... Ukrainian, you know, women with their children, because predominantly that's what, you know, who's arriving Mm. from uh, Mm -hmm. Ukraine are predominantly uh, women Mm -hmm. and children are elderly people. The grandparents are coming as well. You're saying people wouldn't object to housing Ukrainian refugees. But but, but as you've already outlined, even if you were to take in a couple of hundred Ukrainian mm. refugees are genuine asylum seekers because there's a huge mm-hmm. issue about who's a genuine really asylum yeah, seeker and, and, who, and who's not and people arriving undocumented and mm-hmm. it causes all kinds of fear, fear factors. But even allowing huge. for that, you're saying the, the services aren't there, the infrastructure isn't there. No. It's, yeah. it's a, that's just it. The infrastructure isn't there. Yeah. Look, it's like they've, they've literally just pinpointed this site and said, right, OK, we can put however many people in there and there is no thought process put into it in the effect it will have on the locals that are already living here and the effect it will have on our services. And, Do, and that's have you any, not have, fair. Have you, and have you any idea on how many modular homes? No. no, Not a clue. Because we won't be told that, uh, Trish. We're, we're, we're not considered in this at all. You know, it doesn't matter. I'm coming at it from a couple of different angles. I'm on the council list for years, never been given an offer. I also happen to be living right beside where this is happening. And there's hundreds more like me. And the point is, we're not consulted. We're not asked for our input. Um, And as I said, from somebody who's been on the list for years, my point of view is, well, you can find money for all of this. But what about us? We're just going to be left sitting here. And would you you take a modular home, Annette? Sure. It it depends on on the quality of it. But I mean, I've seen worse. 
Yeah, I, I, well, I've seen the, the, any of the modular homes I've seen online are, are fantastic and they've about yeah. a 50 year uh, lifespan. Uh, yeah, there, well, listen, we have so a housing crisis. Yeah, we have a, yeah, we do. We have a housing crisis. We have a services crisis, you know, between the hospitals, the doctors, the schools. And, you know, the thing about it is you can't just keep dropping people into an area and expecting the area to absorb everything and everything go on as normal. That's not happening. That's living in cloud cuckoo land. And I hate to pit one group against another group. Of course. Because all of us, you know, I mean, we've been so fantastic in this country on how we've responded to the Ukrainian crisis. And, you know, we look at these people and and they are fleeing for their lives and many of them have left their husbands and their sons behind them. Absolutely. I mean, we've done everything. But but it's when, when you you know, I listen to you say how long you've been on a housing Mm. waiting list. And it's, it's not, you know, it's not a case that you don't have sympathy for for the Ukrainians, but it's like. Not. But what I about mean, what about you and your family? Well, is what, what you're saying? What about me? Exactly. Yeah. This is it. You know, I mean, uh, I'm very lucky. I have a fantastic landlord, but I'm one of very few who has a fantastic landlord. And you know, I mean, I I can get pretty much anything I want done in this house. But there's other houses that are far from livable, and certainly not with young children. And you know, and it's 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 very hard to tell that young mother, um, you know, look, these people are coming in and they're taking priority over you because that's what, what's been done. The lack of communication, the lack of public consultation is what is driving people's anger as well. Okay. It's not fair on the locals to expect them to absorb anybody that's coming in. Fine if it's families, but that in itself is going to put huge... Um, pressure on services that are already at breaking point and then that's fine if it is families but we know that the, the services that are the people that are over this sort of thing they're not telling us the truth and the chances are we will end up with undocumented migrants which is a huge safety risk to the people living in the area and the people of the town because we do not know what we're dealing with. Okay, and we stay no there because Finbar's in Goulds Hill and uh, also is not happy about this. Good morning, Finbar. Hello, Patricia. How no, are you? I'm, I'm very well. Where are you going? You've heard it's 34 modular homes. 34 modular homes to be built above there, Patricia. But my point about it is, as Anish has been saying, right, there's people on the housing list for years and years, never had an offer. I was talking to a woman last night, right, she has four children. Married couple, never had an offer from the council, right? Another woman, her husband has a disability, 13 years, married couple, never had an offer. And yet it's the same. You know, like, what what the government and local authorities alone know, they're dividing society, they're causing friction among people, right? Yeah. It is totally and totally wrong, okay? Like, I'm not racist, Patricia, I, and I'm far from it, you know? But what I'm saying to you is, right, like, you have to take Irish people at at their face value as well. Like, these people, us Irish people, have been on the housing list for years. 16 years I was on the housing list. 16 years, Patricia, before I got an offer. Like, I went to the council, right? Yeah. When I was 11 years on the list to find out my file had been archived put away because I was so long on the list. And that's what's happening. Like, mm. it is not right. 
And like yeah. the and I, and I, all these I can people, see, they should stop this. Yeah, and I, yeah, but how do they stop it? We have, we stop have it. an international and a moral obligation to house the but Ukrainian listen, when refugees. When I hear this, we have an, we, why do we have always have to be the good boys in the class? In mm. all fairness, like, like every time, every time there's something, oh Ireland will do this, Ireland will do that. Like there's other countries there as well. Yeah, but, like but the other countries, Finbar, the other countries are taking them in. If you look at the figures, we actually have a much lower number than, say, the likes of Poland. Poland have taken in because they're nearest to obviously. But Ukraine. per population, Patricia, we have we have more than done enough. Enough. Per oh. population, we've more than done enough. Our our health system is in crisis. Everything is in crisis. Like it has to, yeah. something has to stop somewhere. Okay, loads of people are and making the same the thing, point. What, what about our own is homes? That, yeah. Is that, is, you know, it's not fair on the likes of Finbar and myself and the other people uh, who set up with the, the protest and set up the group on Facebook. It's not fair that we are put in this position where we have to be the ones standing and saying, no, enough is enough. Our government are supposed to protect us. We are the citizens. And but okay, yes, somebody, we're the ones that are being dumped on effectively and that's how it feels. Somebody in it is calling you out for your NIMBYism, typical, not in my backyard. You can put it anywhere else, but don't put it near me. I never said that. So whoever that is, is totally incorrect. Um, I don't well, have see, a problem with the rest of but I know if I'm sure we know we're, we, we're well used to it, yeah. Well, look, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. And, and, and no one, and no and one is accusing, no one is accusing, no, but, but no one is accusing anyone of being a racist. I mean, you, there, was, there wasn't one word out of either of you that could could be accused of no. being racist. But, but I think people are... I want to get, Patricia, but it's totally, totally wrong. Like people, yeah. like the, I, I, there's numerous people that could tell you stories how long they've been on the housing list. Yeah, yeah. It, it all and goes like back to the housing money, crisis. Like we were told a couple of years ago, right, that there was no money for people, right, that uh, are on the housing list, right? They were put into emergency accommodation, women and children. Living in hotels, okay? Mm. And they yep. still haven't been housed. Well, with no. there's 11,500 people living yep. in emergency accommodation. All right, uh, listen, we're not going to solve it here. No, and we, no, we, have to wait, we have to wait until Friday to see what happens at this meeting and what comes out of that. But the message very much coming from, from both Annette and, and you, Fimber, and, and indeed others that, that are there this morning, is at least talk to us. Tell us what's yeah. happening. Okay. Consult us and let, let us be a part of it in a sense, but let us feel like that we're actually going to be listened to and we're not just going to be passed off with just lip service. Okay, and someone has suggested, Annette, that you should consider running for council. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> okay, all right. Listen, thanks to you both. Thanks, thanks to you both, um, uh, Annette and uh, to Fimber, uh, both living in the area where uh, there's a proposal for modular homes for Ukrainians and uh, they, along with others, uh, are not happy about it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.